0: Welcome to the Self Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk.
1: Okay, hello, welcome to episode 450 of the Self Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. You're right, Sean.
0: I am um, very, very good. Four hundred and fifty.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I know, and I was just thinking, working back, doing some. I think we we'll, we will hit episode five hundred around Christmas this year. If you go back, or fifty two weeks, so um, maybe even New Year's. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Episode five hundred is it is in sight, isn't it? Do you think we can make it that far? Well?
0: I think we can get there with a good wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah, we've we'll done not- good. It's not like we're not going to have things to talk about. because, uh, Yeah, old oh, world gone mad, ain't it?
0: You're not kidding. You are not kidding. Um, um, it's well, hard I, to see anything sane going on anywhere.
1: Well, I know, and maybe it's kind of self fulfilling because maybe we're we're adding to it. Perhaps, maybe, uh, but I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying. We're trying to help people out. Uh, but we, we're talking a bit today about Blue Monday and the the, the origins of it and whether it's real or not. Um, but Part of it is, I think, Blue Monday is part of the scam and part of the vicious cycle of kind of ups and downs of mod- modern living, a lot of which we inflict on ourselves, but we'll come on to that later on, if that's all right with you, Sean. Sure? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you've whizzed out a quick blog yep. post, which will be available on the website, liveinthepresent.co.uk as ever. Yeah. Um, all the show notes and links. Um, but yeah, how are you settling into 2022? How's, how's
0: Um Okay. Um, I've got I'm still going through my long COVID um, tests and research, so that's that will uh, be clear over the next few weeks, um, which is interesting. Um, but the more the more I go into it, the more I discover other people have got the same issues.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, there
0: yeah. are, and it, it seems to be, um, from what I can understand, <laughs> that it, if you got COVID before the vaccine started. Um, then it's more likely to have done the kind of thing it did to me. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It. Big, big old experiment we're running at the moment, um, and I mean, a lot of people mm. have had it, and or, and have it right now in the UK. Uh, so we'll see in the years ahead what the long-term mm. impacts are. But um, it, does, it does look like the case numbers are dropping quite rap- rapidly now. So yeah, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. Uh, crazy times. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I just want to apologise to our regular listeners. I know I've been a bit delayed publishing the last couple of uh, episodes post-Christmas. I've had a a few things going on here, there and everywhere. But we should get back on track um, this week. Or we will get back on track, I should say. Uh, So,
0: I I think that um, uh, without saying anything in particular, I think that we should just say that there were things that were beyond your control it did get in
1: the way, and I you know, and, and that's kind of
0: understandable. Yeah, yeah. it's all right.
1: It's, and, uh, it's life. It's, it's life. life, and it's weird. Well, yeah, we're not going to say in particular, but this morning, I um, i we've we, I found a deceased guinea pig, uh, in our little family of two guinea pigs, and uh, it's weird how like that that one thing was the almost the, like the biggest deal of all. It was it was really sad and upsetting for me, uh, so. Yeah, shout out to everyone that's going through all sorts of stuff, including the loss of of guinea pigs, which can be, you know, really upsetting times, can't they? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Thanks very much. Um but yeah. yeah, let's talk about uh Blue Monday, because uh we recording we're recording this the day after uh Blue Monday. Um but I wanted to talk about it because I think we I think we have done it in the past, but I want to dissect how much of it is real and how much is an illusion cause I'm going to link to yesterday. Were you
0: blue yesterday? Uh, uh,
1: Yesterday was I blue. No, I wasn't too bad actually. Um, And in fact, the sun was shining. I had some, I had some work stuff, quite serious work stuff to deal with, um, which was challenging, but I got on my bike a couple of times and yeah, it was a glorious bright winter's day. Um, And it was, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't fall into that trap. How about you?
0: Um, No, no, no. I'm aware in terms of January, there are things that happen, like this is divorce month, you know, so all those kinds of things. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And and I think that that if we're going to look at the idea of depressional blueness in January, that could certainly feed into a part of it, Uh, you know, what's real and what isn't. It's that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So I I, I did a quick look as. uh, independent article that I'll link to in the show notes um, just kind of detailing the history and uh, like I actually didn't realise so the concept was originally coined in 2004 by psychologist Dr. Cliff Arnold, 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 sorry apologies if you've got your name wrong he came up with the formula for the January blues after he was asked to do so by the travel firm Sky Travel who then used the phrase in press release in press releases to promote their winter deals <laughs> So obviously, sirens are going off in my head. I have since found I haven't read it properly that um, Dr. Cliff Arnall has distanced himself from it somewhat and has kind of regretted the work he did on that. Because um, I mean, obviously, instantly I'm thinking it's a scam, just dreamt up so we can flog hot summer <laughs> summer holidays, which it was. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there was a, there's an actual kind of um, formula. That, that he that is available on that independent article and it kind of links together weather, debt monthly salary, time since Christmas um, time since failing in our news, New Year's resolutions low motivational levels and uh, the feeling of not of a need to take action so it's kind of all these things, there's a cool little formula you worked out for it so I think regardless of the fact that it was tremped up under the the queen of um, the evil sky, uh, sky travel holiday company. <laughs> there is probably some a certain level level of reality to the the Christmas or post winter post Christmas blues. So, uh, what about you, yeah. Sean? What do you think
0: I, 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 I get it, um, and I will get the way it works for me is November is a very depression month. I get a lot of depression in November, and then. Uh, as we feed through January, it's not so bad now. When it's very grey, and ugh, by the time I get to February, I've got another load of depressed people. Um, so November and February are my most depressed months. But I, I get the idea of um, uh, after Christmas, you do get into this this point of anticlimax. You know, everyone's built up to Christmas. Woo! Well, um, and then suddenly it's like, oh, I've got to get back to work. And things like New Year's resolutions I'm not going to keep. And then it's it's dry January, so no one's drinking. And then, you know, it's like one thing on top of another. Yeah. Um, um, and this year, of course, we have good old COVID uh, to add to the mix. You know, so there's lots of people that I know that have had COVID, have got COVID, uh, are, are kind of suffering from the implications of COVID um I can see that now. um But also, on top of that, we've got all the fun going on with Bojo and the government. And it, it's like there's lots of layers of things for people to be about. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, people that I'm talking to on, on a daily basis, therapeutically, <laughs> have got quite a lot of going for them. <laughs>
1: So yeah, you obviously you need people to come to their own conclusions, as we discussed last last week when we were talking about like a career in therapy. You, you're not directing people to do. You will not watch the news today or that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> what, what are you kind of? Uh, what's the cure for for Blue Monday or Blue January or Blue Blooming or Blue Lives in general?
0: <laughs> I, I think I think it's doing things that make you happy. If you, if you do things that make you happy, you don't feel blue. And I, I think that it's easy to get out of the habit of doing things that make you happy, especially at the moment, because we've been hunkered down for the last 18 months. We're not kind of being our normal selves. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear rumors that we're about to have all the chains taken off and we can just mm-hmm. be normal people. I don't know whether that's true, um, but if all the restrictions have gone, I wonder how many people will go skipping out and be normal people and how many people will be sat back thinking, Oh really? No. So what's the difference between now and yesterday? And it's gonna yeah. take people slow times to get back.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that'll that that will kick off a whole set of other anxieties for a good chunk of the population that have kind of gotten used to the you know, the certain way of doing things and not or not doing things. And even with my within my own like family and friends circles, there are people that are um, even, you know, there are, there's a lot of stuff you can just do now anyway in the UK, you know, you can, you can pretty much do most, most things you might have to just wear a face covering to, to do it. There's a lot of people in my family that or a few that, uh, are reluctant to go back out there or, you know, get on a train and go to the shops or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, attend functions where there might be more than a few people. So, yeah. uh, yeah, we've got to keep an eye on those guys as well because it's, it's going to be quite a culture shock, isn't it? To revert mm. back to. Yeah.
0: Well, I I I've got a funeral to go to on Friday. And um, I think it's an unrestricted funeral. Um I don't I don't know, but that's gonna be weird if you've got a crematorium full of people. Not sure about that. Yeah.
1: I'm not either, and yeah, I've kind of lost track of the rule, what the rules are. To be honest, I'm kind of been hunkering down and just, um, yeah, you know. Well, I
0: think at one point you could only have 15 people.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um oh, strange. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm so that the whole back back to the Blue Monday thing. I'm, I'm, you know, we have phrases like Blue Monday, and we have Black Friday. Uh, and in fact, if you kind of use those two dates, and you kind of think of the time in between which is kind of the busy Christmas rush um, there's a lot of pressure on a lot.
0: Black Friday makes us spend all our money so by the time we get to Blue, Mo- Blue Monday we are ready to depressed mm-hmm. yeah
1: exactly well that's alright a lot of people you know living month to month or week to week on, on a certain budget this is it is you know even for us well it, it's a time when we need to kind of yeah pay off the, the Christmas debt love the financial debt and just take it take things a little bit Easy in January, which you know you were in a reasonably good position, but I'm sure there'll be plenty that'll be racking up more debts, you know, with credit cards and what have you that can be <laughs> stressed about mm-hmm. further further down the line. Who knows when? Um, so I'm I'm just trying to think of like the like the cultural response we need to take as as citizens to to things like Black Friday and Blue Monday, which obviously, uh, as kind of emotional creatures, we're very it's very difficult to resist uh, doing certain things. Um,
0: but But when, when you look at black Friday and you look at people fighting over television sets, it's like watching pigs with their noses in the trough, you know, it's like, it's horrible. It's weird. Um, It's,
1: it's, it's strange, you know, and, uh, we just, I'm just kind of, you know, with my environmental hat on as, uh, I can just it's almost like we're I'm, I'm watching a bit of a, like a, a civilization on the brink <laughs> you know a little bit uh, it's quite scary in some ways but in 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 another way if you kind of if you can see it coming and if you can prepare yourself for the collapse of certain industries and certain ways of doing things then I think there is there is light at the end of the tunnel because I think uh, a lot of the things that we do are not that healthy aren't and aren't helping and I think blue monday is a is a classic example of of like a, a civilization with real problems you know <laughs> that, that we need to address and whether they can be addressed through podcasts about self-development or you know even reading a self-help book I'm not sure I think maybe it's about uh adaptation and being ready for the uh for the collapse of certain certain ways of doing things am I am I being overly dramatic here Sean no
0: no I I, I think that you're right I think anybody who's got their finger on the pulse, can see that the world, there's something wrong. you know, um, And it may just simply be down to there are just too many human beings on the planet. Um, and normally things like COVID would come along and cull. It would thin, thin out the populations, um, which is what plagues have done in the past and things like that. When When the Black Death hit Britain, there were whole towns that were just abandoned. There was no one there. You know, everyone had either died or had legged it, so that they were completely empty. Um, and um, we probably—and uh, it always sounds really kind of dramatic—and uh, when you say it, but we probably need something like that. There are too many people.
1: No? Well, it, well, I've, yeah, I've, I don't think that's actually the case. Actually, if you look at the, I think, I think. Well, you, you say it quite often, don't you? We have enough resources on planet earth to feed and house and water and keep everyone warm we just kind of it's not equally distributed and i think that is the case like from the science i've seen so um
0: but but, but the thing is and and the, the, this is the point for me is that um uh, we're at that kind of what you've described as the tipping point yeah now if every one person ends up being two people because we're, we're the population's growing, um, it isn't necessarily this moment, it's what it's going to become, you know, very shortly. Um, and it's things like um, the Chinese adopted a policy where you could only have one child. So that they were diminishing two to one, two to one, going down, right? But the thing that no one factored in was they're now in a position where they haven't got enough young people to support the old people. So that they've tipped it on its head. So they there aren't enough young people to be generating the you know the taxes and the revenues to support the old people.
1: Yeah, and yeah, totally. Good. I mean, I've, I've been reading about that quite a bit recently. About that's the that's the next problem. It's not so much that there are too many people; it's that we're heading for a a world where yeah there aren't enough young people, um, mm. in, especially in countries in the Western world, developed countries like the UK, uh, inverted commas, developed. Um,
0: Does that mean if your country needs you, that you should be out having more children?
1: Yeah, I've I've seen that. I've, I think, I've, in fact, I, I saw it in a right-wing newspaper an article just last week saying that's the most like patriotic thing you can do now is have a load of kids. So it's very confusing. I can see why people are confused about a whole range of things because i try and stay up to date with that stuff and i can't get my head around what what i need to be doing anymore um but but i've I've also i've been uh, i don't know just thinking about choice we talk a lot on this podcast about choice don't we we have every minute of every day we're making choices whether it's like to take that next breath or not or you know what what type of you know um shampoo we're gonna buy (laughs) when we go to the shops and um, we, we do have choice, don't we? But can it often feel like choice has been taken away from us and that we're just kind of on this conveyor belt?
0: I think that we are on a conveyor belt, but the choice that we have is how we respond. So that issue, that is not what happens to you, it's what you do with it the counts. is quite important. Mm. So, um, um, you know, yes, things are tough and things are likely to get a bit tougher um but it's up to us how we deal with it are we going to buy into the script of like oh my god that's it we're all doomed and 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 feel the doom or are we going to live our lives and and deal with the doom should it happen
1: yeah yeah well it's that picture that you paint about like us sitting on the the riverbank watching the uh the river go by you know you don't have to jump in and uh to get involved you can just you can observe it can't you i guess you can have little there's little things you can do that help certain people uh if they need it but uh yeah it is a choice as to whether we get involved in the may the, the chaos of the world isn't it
0: yeah yeah and 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 i think that that is what we've got to decide where are we going to put our energy you know um we what we do we are a relatively rich nation compared to many, many people in the world. Uh, and we do have charitable giving that goes out to other nations. Where do we put it? You know, who do we give it to? That kind of thing. Um, and and we do have a lot of choices as to what we do with this. Um, whether in the end we have a lot of choices as far as um, what happens uh, to, the, to the planet and to global warming is, is the big one.
1: Uh, it's huge yeah no, that will kind of I think it will take a lot of decisions out of our hands because it's such massive forces at play there but yeah I'm up, um, I've been watching on the sly um, my wife been watching Dynasty on Netflix it's like a modern version of Dynasty um, and again it's just that classic kind of rich people with problems <laughs> it's a TV yeah. show that is so addictive to watch um, yeah. but yeah uh, yeah money eh don't make you happy does it
0: no, no, and, I, and I've, I've said to you before that some of the most miserable people I've ever known have been some of the richest people I've ever known. Mm. No, and, that, and indeed, if you go to places like Mumbai, I mean, years ago, there were people there that were in absolute poverty. I've never seen such happy people in my life. Mm. In a good sense, as a human, looking after each other, great. Yeah,
1: no. yeah, there's something to be said there, isn't there? something to be learned. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, just quickly then, before we go, I think you talked before we came on air about depression and how it can be not, not a good thing, obviously, when you're in it. it can be It's obviously a pretty horrendous ordeal, but how it can be a sign of a kind of a learning point and something that we can use yeah. as a force for good. In,
0: in, in the evaded world, depression was seen as a good thing because it was telling you that something was wrong. And because in depression you lack energy to do, it makes you stop and review, take an audit, adjust things, and then okay, you carry on. So it was seen as depression was okay. This is good. This, this is a time to reevaluate and do stuff. You know, um, not as a bad thing. You didn't run down to the doctor and get some happy pill to mm-hmm. make it feel better. You dealt with whatever needed dealing with. And I think that's one of the problems at the moment is when people do get the blues and they go to the GP. The GP wants to kinda of ship you in and ship you out, so it's easier to give you some happy posts and send you on your way. Um but that doesn't necessarily solve any of your problems. You just blankets over the top, you know.
1: Yeah. All right. Um interesting. Okay, cool. So yeah, let's crack on and uh, screw it, let's do it, let's have a good January, despite what the yeah. Sky Travel might might tell you. You don't you don't yeah, you can book all day if you want, but um <laughs> <laughs> Happy, happiness probably isn't at the other end of a two hour flight to yeah, Madeira or wherever you, you fancy going. It, it's it's within you, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and when I I was looking at resources and I just Google beating the blues and my resources Google beating the blues because the amount of things that come up right across the UK is huge. Mm. There's a loads of things going on out there right now that you could hook into and there's stuff out there for parents and kids that are blue and you know there's load, loads and loads of resources out there it's
1: amazing yeah agreed i was in birkenhead park yesterday um i met someone for a quick chat um and there's a kind of a more and more people started to congregate around us at the visitor center there and uh, i asked a friend uh what it was and she knew um and yeah it was like a it was a walking guide for first like for mums that are at home with the kids either not not just single mums but any any parents and, and dads mm. and it was a mass of people man and they were just having a nice walk around Birkenhead Park by led by some guides that were just you know talking about the history I assume of the park and oh. uh, what's going on and it was just a, like all of a sudden this like public space which was it was just me there when I got there almost kind of just come alive with a group of people outdoors with kids and it was like ah oh, that's a really cool thing to do on a and in fact it was Blue Monday thinking about it it was I didn't remember <laughs> the time so yeah, yeah. get out there and go for a go find your local walking guide and uh, go for a walk and explore your local area hey yeah
0: yeah and yeah.
1: you don't have to pay you know 750 quid all inclusive for the uh, for the for the privilege <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you could spend um, 10 days walking around Berkman Park instead of going to the cabin unit
1: yeah screw it Um <laughs> My, my actual resource is the film, The Matrix. I've been watching the series, the, the trilogy. I was the fourth one now with my, my eldest. Mm. I've forgotten how cool that movie was, sci-fi from the 1999. And it's actually the concept behind it, if you haven't... Have you seen The Matrix, Sean? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: if you haven't seen it already, I won't spoil it for you, but the concept of, like, uh, of the main character waking up to real life is just still mind-blowing. And it's something that you can... I think, like, apply to what we've just t- t- talked about in terms of Blue Monday. You don't have to live that misery. You're allowed to unplug from it and uh, yeah. and experience your own, like, reality and get stuck yeah. in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or you film, don't like. have
0: to be miserable. It's not obligatory.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right, Sean. I'll, uh, okay. I think we're all done. We're, uh, we'll catch you again yeah. next week, okay? Keep smiling. Take care till then, everyone. Okay. Bye. See ya. Bye.